Hey there, restaurant pros. It's David Scott Peters, and welcome to episode 11 of the Restaurant Prosperity Formula. I've been coaching restaurant owners since 2003, and the Restaurant Prosperity Formula is based on what the most successful restaurant owners I've worked with do on a daily basis to achieve their success. The basic premise of the formula centers around achieving prosperity, freedom from your restaurant, and the financial freedom you deserve. To achieve prosperity, you have to follow a very specific formula made up of leadership, systems, training, accountability, and taking action. Today's topic tells the story of one restaurant owner's journey and how she used the COVID-19 business shutdown to transform her family-owned business from a struggling restaurant into a thriving business. Oh, and with the added benefit of bringing her family closer together in time off. Now, I want to tell you about our guest today, Karen Fagnilli, co-founder and owner of the Lake House Inn Resort in Geneva on the Lake, Ohio, an inn and restaurant with scenic views of Lake Erie. They purchased the inn about 20 years ago and added the restaurant in 2005. Then in 2012, expanded the restaurant and have been on a quest to make money in the restaurant ever since. Karen was already greatly focused on taking care of the guests using locally sourced products and using systems. But like many others, found the restaurant was sucking up both time and money. She knew she needed and already was working with systems, but they weren't getting her results. Fast forward to March of 2020, and the COVID-19 business restrictions forced her to close her dining room. Instead of looking at it as a negative, she turned it into a positive. Listen in on our conversation as she shares with you how she was able to transform both her business and life in a short eight months, all while the restaurant industry as a whole was on fire. I want to welcome Karen Fignilli to the show today, but first a word from our sponsor. This episode is being brought to you by Repeat Returns. If you're a restaurant owner of a medium to high volume independent restaurant, multi-unit or franchise operator, and you're looking for a proven and realistic solution to attract, grow and retain customers, then you need to visit Repeat Returns. Repeat Returns is a modern marketing platform created by a restaurant owner for restaurant owners. It studies each customer's habits and patterns, predicts the most profitable outcome for your restaurant every single day, and deploys the marketing to make that happen. You'll never lift a finger. To see if Repeat Returns is right for you, visit repeatreturns.com forward slash DSP. Karen, I want to welcome you today to today's show. It's really great to have you. Thanks, David. I'm glad to be here. Well, before, before we kind of get into things, I, I really wanted to bring you on because quite honestly, you're kind of a rock star when it comes to leading your team and getting things done. Because I'm going to have people have you share with your story, your journey from really having an inn that had a restaurant that was probably bleeding your business dry to now it's a, a revenue center that actually produces money and you know it's actually a little more fun for you. And what's really great is, again, it's family business. Been around for a long, long time. I'll let you tell your story. But there wasn't a lot of food and beverage experience behind everything. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh, the Lake House Inn and, and, and your story? Sure. So I am the co-founder and owner of the Lake House Inn Resort in Geneva on the Lake Ohio, right on Lake Erie. We purchased the property 20 years ago. It was an inn with cottages. 2005, we added the restaurant, which was an addition to, we also started making wine um, 19 years in, uh, the first year into being in business. So we added a little restaurant. We are in a resort town, so we did a lot of summer food. We started with a, um, outside dining, 
And then in 2012, we really made the leap and built the current restaurant and business just went off the map. And we spent several years just trying to get a handle on that increased business and trying to find the right people. And, you know, we continue every year. We see more and more people coming to our inn, enjoying our restaurant, enjoying our wine and enjoying our spa. And, but we weren't making any money. We were, if anything, as each year went by, our, um, our revenues were going up, but our margins were going down. So, um, so we, it was a little bit of a struggle. So what was that like? I mean, cause you started, you know, again, had a dream, bought the end that, you know, started to expand, expand. And then this restaurant thing came out of nowhere as far as its success. But again, it was, it was more of a drain than it was a positive for you. So what was that like struggling with that? What, what were some of the challenges you had from hiring people that said they knew what they were doing to making mistakes through that process? Correct. It's it's all of the above. We you know worked really hard. The harder we worked, the less money we made. And people think that in the restaurant business, you know, look, you have all these people. What the average Joe doesn't know, didn't know before COVID, is that the margins are really skinny. And we didn't know that as well. We thought, okay, we'll we'll improve them. We made the decision to do um, locally local sourced foods, and that was a huge drain on our you know on our um, margins. And we, yeah, we went through people. We, um, what I did is I'm a nurse that retired in 2014 to come back to the inn to help us get back on track. You know, what brought us back on track actually was COVID when COVID shut us down. And there the things that we wanted to do, but were hesitant to do, COVID made us do, like decreasing our menu size, um, not having table service on our outside patio, really looking at our recipe costing cards. We had them since 2013, but they weren't hardwired. When we were closed for COVID, I said, okay, we're going to make sure this works and we have the tools, let's do it. And then what I found is that the the tools that we were using through our property management system were just a little clunky. They weren't working well. And so I knew that we needed to do something more simple. And then you and Anne came into our lives. Um, we were part of um, restaurantowner.com. We've yep. been using them for a number of years. Great site, and, great people. Yeah. And we hooked into a webinar that you and Anne were doing on, you know, cash flow with um, the COVID restaurant crisis. And um, we drank the Kool-Aid. We knew that it this was going to work, and we had to be disciplined. We needed to follow the principles. And um, what I did is I I did the evaluation to see, okay, what is is this, is David real? Is it is he really going to tell me what I need? And we got the you know the fifteen page document, and you hit every item that we said. Okay, yeah, we haven't hit that. We didn't know how to do it. Um, and that was our framework for making the changes. And so because we were closed for in, you know, in restaurant dining, we right. started the um, carry out. And you pretty much said in order to survive COVID, you've got to pivot and, you know, reset what you're doing. So we, we went to carry out. And when we did that, it was real clear we needed to decrease our menu. Once we reopened, 
we had much better systems in place and we were watching our costs much closer. And we, um, one of the things that we did because it was you and Anne, and being the accountant, um, I started having weekly meetings with our finance person, who is also my daughter. Um, and we are on opposite ends of the world. But this COVID brought us together and we are working very well together. We continue to have those weekly meetings. You gave me confidence through your lessons and your um, um, coaching sessions with the community that we needed to hire a GM. And we did. We hired the person the week, the week before Labor Day, which is kind of like as our season decreases. But we knew we had to do that. And we're making huge progress. We made progress over the summer. Our food costs um, before COVID were running around 39%. It made Andrea nuts every year. It's like we need to get closer and closer to 32. And, you know, our chef, who is also our son, said, well, we can't because we're farm to table. Right. Um, we learned very quickly when we went into the summer, we um, really looked at what we were getting in, our cost of goods and our labor. And we really started putting the recipe cards together like they were supposed to be. And our food costs went from 39 to 32% within a couple months, just by looking at what we're doing. So, so talk to me a little bit. So you were already a systems person. You had the software for your in, you already had an idea. You needed recipe cards. You already had an idea of you need to control labor. You already had idea. Were you operating off of wrong numbers? Like where were your initial figures coming from? Because a 39% food cost, unless you're a steakhouse is astronomical. And as you felt it, you're really kind of Luckily, you were the landlord because you're working for the landlord when that is chewing up so much of your prime cost. What was that shift? What was that that uh, unexpected, uh, I guess, uh, shift again in your mindset of, hey, I've got all these systems. Why weren't they working for you? We They weren't working for us because there was emotion involved because we made the decision as a family to you know locally source and locally sourcing was more expensive. Um, However, we still needed to make a margin. And Andrea and I were just struggling for a couple of years. And I think that part of the, the struggle of the couple of years helped us, okay, put our plan together. And what really kept me personally going to focus on our plan was your coaching. It, it's just amazing. Um, how I would watch the lessons and look at the spreadsheets. What, you, what your program does is it validates the good things that we had in place and then said, okay, just keep going, Karen. Just keep going. You're going to make it. And Andrea was just floored when, and her dad was the person pretty much running the restaurant because our son, the chef, um, opened a butcher shop a couple years ago and COVID really spun his business. His sure. um, butcher's business was mostly re, um, wholesale to restaurants. And when the restaurants and wineries closed and the, um, the consumer was looking for um, meat, not, not even just good meat because right. the, the you know, grocery stores were, were out of chicken and beef. Well, he had it from his locally sourcing. So that spun his business. And today his business is more retail and he's doing much better than he ever did. Really, you know, um, 
retail versus wholesale. Right. So we, we um, and we, we, we purchase from him, but we don't purchase everything from him. We're, we're not in that mode of, oh, what Nate needed to get rid of, we use at the restaurant. And I think that was part of our issue. So we have, we know. So Sam, the dad, who you know was running their business. He and Ashley, the person, our chef, who who really runs back of the house and in front of the house, uh, um, the the line. They really were looking at their numbers, looking at um, what were they purchasing, how were they purchasing, how are they going to cost this, and then how and then we we modified our menu. Um, our but how price. did you get there? Because again, you had these things. I mean, what was that major change? What is it about? Uh, working with me and going through the video lessons and using the spreadsheets, what was it that made it click? Because again, you were already a systems person, but Correct. you weren't getting the results you needed or desired. So what was that shift? What, I mean, just, was there one thing or was it just re-examining and was it just that simple? The, it was focus and survival because we COVID closed us down and we knew make or break. Are we going to make it? Or are we gonna just shut it down? And you and Ann kept saying, just focus, focus, look at your numbers, look at your cash, cash is king, keep your cash. And I just kept saying that to my team. And Andrea is just like her head was getting larger and larger because she's going, Mom, I've been telling you guys this forever. <laughs> so I think it, it really was the, the crisis. Crisis causes um, opportunity or distress. And we took it as an opportunity. And, you know, our business will never be what it used to be ever. Which is a good thing, right? Ever. Correct. Correct. And, and just so Correct. everybody knows, Anne is Anne Gannon of the Largo Group, who is a, a restaurant CPA and accounting firm that I recommend, She's a personal friend of mine, and she just rocks and rolls. Kind of the partnership together, as you talked about, is I'm working on this, this profitability side. She's making sure you have the cash to pay your bills, and it's just kind of a, a, a two-headed front to make sure you pay attention to every single number. Correct. We're, you were focused on numbers before. What did you all of a sudden I was see? Focused on numbers. Andrew ah. and I were focused on numbers before, and um, Dad and Son they looked at the numbers. They didn't believe the numbers, and I always, you know, I came from healthcare. I know the data doesn't lie, and I think there was too much emotion in my world um, for a couple of years that I wanted this locally sourced food to work. That right. I thought, okay, if we bring the right people to our area, it will work. Well, it didn't work. So, you know, so that shift, if, if I get, get you ahead, it's, it was making everybody else understand the numbers. It doesn't matter if the top of the food chain understands if management and everybody operating day to day don't buy into those numbers. That's that missing piece, right? Correct. It's absolutely correct. How absolutely. did you get them to understand the numbers? Was it the lessons? Was it the coaching? Or was it just a, a new way to present it to them? I think that um, it's real interesting. I don't have a good answer for it other than I was consistent with my message. And I was always looking at your stuff and reviewing your stuff and talking your stuff, which isn't new stuff to us. It was just a new way of presenting it. And a lot of the tools, I mean, all the tools that you have are just wonderful. And we were able, and Andrea, you know, our finance person, she modified some of our tools, some of our spreadsheets, according to what, you know, what you have taught us. Right. When we brought Randy on as our GM in September, 
before you even start it, I, you know, I sent them to your site. I gave them the login, told them to start reviewing some of the stuff, just get an idea. And we are always reviewing, uh, give you a good example. Um, now we're in December. And so, you know, it, and we're in a resort town. So business always slows down during the winter. And this is the time that we, you know, really work on, on the business. Um, and so we are working on inventory. And so, you know, I had a call with you a week or two ago. Um, I had said to Randy and Ashley, we really need to get a handle on, on our inventory um, so that we can even do a better job hardwiring it for next summer. And it, it just works. Um, Randy and Ashley reviewed the lessons. They, um, a couple of years ago, we started putting 5S together. So everything was organized in, in our storage room and in our walk-in. Freezer walk freezer is another story trying to keep that going because you're you know you're always there's just not enough room. But but she understands the principles of 5S that you have to keep everything in the same place all the time. Yep. And so implementing um, shelf to sheet was pretty easy for the two of them. I was really surprised. So um, you know, they're working on that, but we also know we need to automate that. And you recommended a company and we've already connected with them and we're going live with them to make our life easier. Well, so, so, software, software is, is a joy. Once you understand the numbers, like exactly. when people jump into software too early and they don't understand shelf to sheet, they don't understand right. recipe cards and the numbers behind it, then it's, it's even more arduous. It's it's work right. versus right. wow. This software can make life easier for me, and that's where I truly want people not to have that disconnect. You've got to understand right. your numbers first before you jump into software. And, and this is coming from a guy who's created software in my past. So um, let let me ask you this. So again, we've established your numbers person. We've established you you and your daughter looked at the numbers and 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 you had to share. But before you found me you had done, you were searching. So obviously a restaurant owner.com, uh, Jim Lobb, uh, Joe Erickson, mm -hmm. great people, salt of the earth, right. just fantastic right. information, recommend it to everybody. Uh, you right. jumped on, uh, some webinars that Ann Gannon and I did at when right. in March, when, when COVID first struck and you're shut down, um, you had kind of circled around, you went to my website, you filled out the, the restaurant evaluation, mm -hmm. which took about right. 15 minutes and you got this full report, told you where your gaps were. What was it that made you get on a discovery call with me? What what made you decide that, you know, hey, I, I've got to take a shot on him? Or, were you concerned that I didn't know what I was talking about? Or was it all these pieces that, that kind of said, yeah, this is the right person. This is These are the right tools. I needed that discovery call to make sure you were real and that you really, I knew you knew what you were doing, but I wasn't sure if you were real. Um, and I knew that Sam and Andrea would say, oh, mom, this is another thing you're trying to get us into. Um, but after my call with you, it, you cemented it, is that I, Karen, the mom, the owner, um, the co-founder needed a coach. And I I've used coaches for other aspects of my life. I have another mm -hmm. coach, a, um, a personal coach. Great. So I knew that, okay, maybe Andrea and Sam won't buy into this, but if I change my tack and I do it daily, it'll, it'll infiltrate their worlds. And that's exactly what's happening. Oh, that's incredible. But just out of curiosity, because I know what it is, because I've used coaches and just recently just went through a program with a coach. When you don't know what you don't know, 
we reach out there, but there's always this skepticism. So talk about what do you mean by if I was real, right? Is whether I was full of crap or whether it was I was ready to take your money or I knew what I was talking about. What 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 was that real concern? So when people listen to us, they can truly understand that you know, what was that mental mental gymnastics you were doing, if you will? Okay, well, it was real clear as we started talking. I was very, very comfortable with you. You're a no nonsense kind of guy. You have no fluff. You are, this is what it is. And you have lived it. You started in the restaurant business as a kid with your mom. So you know this. You've lived, you breathed. And then um, what really also intrigued me is, is that, okay, you. You know restaurant, but you also know systems and you know um, software. You know you know the power of technology, but as you said, you have to understand your numbers before you use your technology. And I think you know back in 2013 when we um, went to our property management system, we um, tried to I tried to implement you know the recipe costing cards and um, through the property management system, but I couldn't get anybody else to help. Uh, I, and I couldn't do it myself because I was working a full-time job. I couldn't get anyone engaged in that. And then every couple of years, as we hired somebody new in the restaurant, I would try and, and accomplish it. And they all said, oh, Karen, this just takes too much time. Well, I got, I got it. Um, unfortunately, I really learned that, okay, it was too clunky for the average um, um, team member because we tried to work on it in April and May, got a lot of the, the recipes into the system, and then what? But the good part was is that we really engaged with our with one of our line cooks and then Ashley, our, you know, the person that runs the, the back of the house, and she's our, our inventory and our, our um, purveyor. So she really learned a lot from that. And she learned a lot from that. And that was the starting point. So, so a, a part of this, that second piece is as a leader, you realized you couldn't be the one to do everything. I mean, if I listen to that story, it's the, the biggest takeaway is you kept, you know, all of a sudden you taught others and you relied on others and they bought in. So that really is a testament to, I always say, when you get stuck in the restaurant business, you think you're the only one that can do it. You have to be right. the one that saves the place. And you realize you can't do it all, right? Right, right, right. Now, it's interesting that you even say that because a couple of years ago, you know, I, was, I told you about the fact that in 2012, we built the new restaurant. In 2013, our business just, just catapulted. It, it was just amazing how quickly it grew. And then it took us a couple of years to even try and get a handle on it. And we wanted to be everything to everybody and realized you can't. Well, someone recommended a book, No Man's Land, <laughs> to hmm. us. And it's all about, you know, as businesses grow and, and why do they fail? Because they don't put the right people in. They're afraid to, to spend that money on people that really know what they're doing. And that's what I did, you know, in September, we hired someone who we would have never thought to spend the money that, that we are paying, but we knew we needed to do this. And, and as long as you get the right person, you know, and we think we've got the right person because he has bought into, he has embraced, not even buy in, he has embraced what we're doing. Well, I, I think one of the things of finding the right people and right culture fit, I, I preach all day long, but there is a difference between bringing in somebody who knows what they do, because you said you brought somebody on that knows what they do, but you said, we're following these systems, by the way. 
Correct. Right? That's the major, you said, here are our systems. This is what we want you to do. Yeah, you may understand and may call it something else and so on, but that's critical, no? Right, exactly. It was a non-negotiable. And that's what I, I was very deliberate in before he started. I sent him the list of, this is what we do. This is, you know, um, these are our core values. This is our mission vision. This is where we've gone. This is where we do our 90 day goal setting. This is, uh, and for the restaurant, this is what we need to do. We have these, we have these tools, we need to use them. And um, it's a non-negotiable, absolutely. I tell you, I'm beaming on this side because we really, we didn't talk in great detail before this call. And, and, I already knew that I wanted to bring you on because as a coach looking on the outside into what you were doing, like, man, she's kicking ass. This is awesome. I I need to share her story. But what you're really demonstrating is that first part of the restaurant prosperity formula is leadership. I mean, you probably the time that you said, I've got to step back in and you started this journey at some point in time because of COVID, you said, by God, this is going to happen now. I I don't care what people say. And that leadership is what truly made the change. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, when our family sat down and we said, oh, what are we going to, what are we going to do? It's like, what are we not going to do? We are going to pivot. We are going to change the way we do business in order to have a successful business 10 years from now. And by connecting with you and Ann Gannon, we were able to make that pivot. We were, you gave us the, um, the map of, okay, what's most important? What's second important? And, um, and so we just kind of just dug in and said, okay, we're going to do this and we're all doing it. Were there any unexpected shifts or, 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 or things that happened that, that you didn't expect by joining and, and, and whether the lessons, the coaching, or just your journey in your restaurant, once you started this process? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just really surprised. I mean, well, I, I can share a, a real success story and Andrea will be beaming from this is, you know, it was really around March is when we always talked about, we needed to sit down month, weekly, she and I, um, to look at our numbers and look at our financials. Um, Cause we're so we're, we're, we spend so much time on process and employee engagement, guest engagement, and numbers were always like, okay, it'll happen. You know, because, you know, somewhere in my life, you know, someone taught me a CEO from a healthcare system said, treat your patients well, and the money will follow. Well, that stayed in my head. Okay, treat our people well, treat our guests well, the money will follow. Well, the missing point in the middle is you got to look at your numbers and see how they're doing. And so we started the weekly meetings. And then when Randy started our GM, it was a non-negotiable. He um, attended the meetings. Andrea set up um, scorecards for both F&B and then the inn and spa together. And so um, in the last month, we've added Amber, who is our um, director of operations for the inn and spa. And so the three of us sit and review our numbers, review their scorecards, do some goal setting, all related to our financials. And the first thing we look at in every meeting is our cash flow. We're, you know, the projections of, and we're looking at projections, um, you know, in, in the, when COVID just started, it was just, okay, in a couple months, what, what are we going to do for the next month? Then right. the three months, how are we going to do with the summer? And we put um, projections of best case, worst case, you know, and then, um, you know, middle case. 
And our best case was, were we going to do 70% of our volumes from before? And I have to tell you, David, by putting the systems in place that we did, our September and October were the best we've ever done. Wow. Because we were looking at things, we were, you know, we we modified, we changed what we were doing. And, you know, for the restaurant, one of the things that was mandated for us is that we either had to use laminated um menus, which I knew weren't going to work because that meant that meant that someone had to clean them. And we right. were already into, you know, sanitizing, cleaning everything. And, um, you know, I, I just was concerned. I think our whole group was concerned. So we decided to do disposable. You know, we'll just yep. do a new paper with every guest. Well, what that did for us is we could change our menu every single day. Yeah. We could modify it. We could modify the pricing and, and we had, and it had to be on one page. So we had to cut back on the, the number of menu items, which you teach that every single month. Yeah. Um, so it's just that kind of thing. And now what we're doing is we're starting to, to use the tools for the inn and the spa because the, the fundamentals are the fundamentals. Right not just for the restaurant and, you know, looking at, you know, what are the two most important things, you know, that, you know, that suck your cash cost of goods and labor and, and labor is, and I love it when you say from the moment the person shows up, your money is going out the door. And I'm, and I'm starting to teach that to our team is, you know, when, when someone, you know, we always talk about how employees, you know, can't clock in, you know, five minutes before, but then they, that little creep, you know, someone comes in, Oh, I need to come oh, in. Labor creep is awful. Yep. It, it is. And, and you, and so we were talking about it in the last couple of weeks. And so every week um, we talk about, okay, we've got to look at this labor. Um, and it's, it's working. It is just working. And, and just so everybody understands your business. I mean, for all intents and purposes, when COVID hit, that was just the beginning of the thaw, if you will. Um, oh, and, it was March. Right. And so so your business was just starting to pick back up in the restaurant side of things. It was very seasonal in the past. And right. so as COVID's rearing its ugly head, as we're talking in December of 2020, uh, you know, it, it's not affecting you as much as somebody else because you've already on the the, the tail end of your season. So, you, you, you know, the positive for you is, man, when, when we get back to March this year, when things switch because of the vaccines and things like that, you're going to be back to booming. And, Correct. And because you did your weekly meetings, because you looked at cash flow, because you looked at your plan for 12 months, you know how many acorns you needed to store up this summer to make it through the winter to not have to go to a line of credit again, right? I mean, that's Correct. huge. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I've been, um, when we have our weekly finance meetings, we talk about that, this, because right now, because we're into, and then of course, you know, COVID is just such on the rampage that we're, we're just getting, you know, um, would it have been better if the state would have just closed us down instead of this painful, okay, well, most of the people are canceling, people aren't, um, you know, coming out for dinner, except you know, the week before Thanksgiving is when the state really said, you know, people stay home, don't have Thanksgiving dinner, you know. Um, and what we did, because we had carry out hardwired from from when we were closed down, right. we did 50%. 50% was carry out, 50% was dine in. Wow. Now, I was worried because we had never done that much carry out, you know, in, in, a, in a seating. And our um, team just rocked it. And the, the 
and it's just that whole organizational piece. And, you know, our guests who did carry out, who really wanted to come and, and eat with us, knew that we they were going to have a, a really good meal. And so that was kind of like the starting point of, okay, as we go into winter, you know, our carry out will be there. Um, and then as we're moving into winter, we're, we're really spending time working on the business as the leaders so that when we go into May of next year, that we have everything hardwired. So we're maximizing um, our resources and, and improving our margins even more. I, I so couldn't be any can. more thrilled for you, any prouder, okay. because, because when we talked in March, right, everybody, COVID down, uh-huh. oh my gosh, what are we doing? How do I save it? Nine, 10 months later, I mean, you're a completely different person sitting across from me, virtually, of course. But I mean, it's amazing. I mean, what is that? What is that translated to for you and your family? Because you're a family business. Like, did it get rid of tensions? Did it make life easier? What What did that do for the family side? Well, when you have cash, life is better. When you don't, life is ugly. And so the stressors. I mean, the meetings that we have are productive. We're not. Um, fighting with each other. We're not, um, you know, pointing fingers at each other, blaming each other. We're all focused on one thing. We want to have success going into next summer. And we know we have to continue to put additional processes in place. What about personal time? Did that change for you? Oh, absolutely. Well, Randy came, well, because, you know, Sam um, was running the restaurant. So, I mean, not only, you know, it was just crazy. Um, you know, he, he, we had to have an owner in that restaurant and he and Ashley really, you know, really worked it. I would say within the first month, um, he finally got away a little bit. And now today he does the, he is part of the, um, their weekly operational meetings. He'll go into the restaurant just to see everyone. He doesn't do any, if any, um, day-to-day operations. And, and by the way, does the restaurant run worse without him or better without him? It is running better because we have the systems in place and we have Randy who's who's bird dogging everything. Well, it's, and, and because yeah. because Sam's now leading the restaurant versus being Correct. the guy who had to do everything. Out. Isn't that crazy though? I mean, because it's, it's so backwards. People think, oh no, I've got to do it. I'm like, no, you wow. have to have others do. That's yeah. the only way you have success. Right. And you have to teach your others the right way and have non-negotiables. As we hire new team members, this is what we do. This is what we're all about. Um, You know, we do do new employee orientation. We had to move it to Zoom. And it was kind of cool because I was able to record it. So as we bring on, you know, one or two people, we can have them watch the watch the recording so that they um, they understand what we're all about and understand what our non-negotiables are about. And so now we can spend time on you know improving our checklists. And that's another thing I learned from you is if the people aren't using the checklist, they either don't want it and they're the wrong people, or they're good people and they don't understand what you want. Yeah. And um, you know you taught us that be very specific. You know, you got to be very specific because what I think is clean is, or, you know, is not what other people think. I often say, have you seen your employees' apartments? You'd understand what they think is clean is not your level of clean. So you got to show them. That's awesome. Right. Oh no, that was, that resonated with me. And I think about that all the time when, when someone doesn't do what I ask them, it's like, Hmm, they're a good person. I didn't communicate it well. And 
even even if I try to communicate it well, I have to be at their level. And cleaning is one of those things. And clearly, like with COVID and the additional cleaning, we had to really do some training with our people. And I'm going to hope that their homes are cleaner now today because they're doing a lot of cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to tell you this, Karen. In our in our talk with with your past experience, which everybody we all have different worlds, and and it sounds like a lot of the lessons you learned in healthcare absolutely translate mm -hmm. to hospitality, absolutely. managing people, in in, in in business itself, and your experience with the in and now restaurant. You know, there is a there is a point in time if I'm listening to you right now and I were somebody listening to us and I had an in and I didn't understand the restaurant business, man, I'd be searching you out and saying, okay, because yeah. you're that, you could be that coach that understands how to pull all that together because that inside is a whole nother headache, a whole nother challenge that can make or break your whole world. And then usually Absolutely. that restaurant is that piece that's just an amenity in many of these places mm -hmm. and it just sucks right. all their profitability. Man, you have, right. you have struck gold. In, in putting it all together, your own systems, if you will, right? Well, we're going to hope that we did. I mean, we, we, we're definitely putting good systems in place and our numbers are showing it. And, awesome. um, and as we are, you know, and, and the variability we've, we've got, if you talk about sales forecasting, I mean, we've been doing this, you know, since 2012, you know, with the, with the current restaurant, we have tons of data. So let's do some better forecasting, knowing that, you know, we use a um, reservation system that's very clear. This is, how, you know, how many, and we recommend that people make reservations. Right. And so we, we know that, okay, you know, we can, we can forecast from the reservations. What are we going to do that evening? And, you know, and flex our, our, our team accordingly. Do, do you have any ideas or do you know your numbers as far as what your prime cost has dropped or food cost or labor over the last nine months in making these kinds of changes? Oh, absolutely. You know, our prime um, was in the um, low uh, like probably mid sixties. And now we're in, uh, we're flirting with the, um, 58 and we're hoping to even go lower. That's fantastic. Especially when you think we're, you're doing this all during COVID. Correct. Let me ask you this. If, if somebody was looking at, um, looking at membership with me and the coaching program I have and what I have to offer, what would you tell people? Would you tell them, hey, go fill out an evaluation, get on a discovery call? Oh, what would you say? Clearly, exactly. And that's exactly what we did. You know, because, I, you know, you know, you and Ann Gannon came into our life when we were in crisis. And so I was very hungry. And so, I, I mean, I watched so much stuff and used, you know, use the tools. And then as we, as we, okay, got our stuff together, it's like, okay, we need to grow this. We need to make sure that we are very successful. And that's when I did. I, I, I watched a couple of your other, uh, of your other, you know, um, your YouTube videos yep. and, um, and saw, and you kept talking about do the evaluation It'll only take you 15 minutes. And it, it probably only took me about 15 minutes, but when I got it back, it was like, okay, this was my report card. It didn't tell me anything new. It told, it validated. These are your areas of opportunity, Karen. And I shared it with Sam and Andrea and they both said, yep. Now, did Andrea want to spend any money? Absolutely not. <laughs> did Sam want to take the time? Absolutely not. But at least they didn't tell me that I was crazy yeah. um, because the data was the data. And, and actually the, the evaluation, that was one of the things that we, you know, shared with, with Randy when, before he started with us. So we knew where our opportunities are, but with that said, I mean, I, 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 I I'm a person and, you know, I am um, in my strengths, I'm a learner. 
So I always want to learn. So what did I want to do? I wanted to go to your top level because I really wanted to just get everything and anything I could. Andrea, I knew Andrea would like just shoot me if I did that. So, and I didn't want to do the bottom because I wanted to learn. So I went to the middle and I probably didn't tell her for a while because I put it on my own credit card. And then when I finally put it in there, she said, mom, again, Andrea, (laughs) investment. It's an investment. It's not any more than taking a college course. And that's how I validated the, you know, spending the money, but you have different options for different people. I mean, we have people that, you know, you have a lot of stuff, very complimentary out there on the web. And then you have, you know, the first level, the second level, and then the top level, Um, you know, so people have some choice and they can, you know, stick their toe in the water or they can jump right in. And, you know, I wanted to jump right in. Yeah. Well, and and things are actually changing. I'm evolving how we're doing things. And there's really kind of only two spots now. Because what I've learned is people like you uh, have demonstrated to me that that there really needs to be, you've got to take this seriously, invest in yourself, because it really isn't about me in the end. It's about you transforming your life and your business. I'm merely giving you the tools, the information, an easy way to learn it, the coaching to ask the questions and push you. But it's really about you, Karen, right? Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm either going to do it or I'm not. And, you know, and I and I belong to different organizations. I lead some organizations, and you know, the eighty twenty rule: twenty percent of the people do all the work, eighty percent just go for the ride. And um, so that's with any organization. It blows my mind that people will spend money and not and not take advantage. But I've seen it in other organizations that'll spend even more and never never attend a meeting, never attend a session with you. I mean, you, you thought this out so well because, you know, you record everything, you have the lessons online, you have the two live sessions. And I know sometimes you get frustrated with some of us because we don't have questions to ask. And what I tell you at the end of every session, David, you're keeping me on track. You know, you really are, are truly my coach. You are keeping me going and, and then I took advantage of it. You know, I, I knew I wanted to do the inventory um, correctly. So I reached right. out to you and Mary and I got on a call, you know, within a couple of days yep. and, and you recorded the call and then I sent it to Ashley and Randy. So, I mean, there's just a lot of opportunity, uh, you know, for any restaurant because, you know, restaurant owners are working in it and right. you got to work on it somewhere along the line or you're not going to survive, you know. Amen. You're preaching to the choir. Amen. So before we go, I first of all, I want to thank you so much for sharing. This is really awesome. I'm, I'm pumped. This is a good way to start my week. Um, is there anything you'd like to share with anybody, a thought process, a quote, a book, uh, anything that we didn't cover before we go? Well, I think your book, I mean, your book is wonderful and you can get it on Kindle, you, I think you can get it on Audible. I don't remember. Not Audible. I haven't done that yet. Okay. You're throwing me under okay. the bus. People no. have asked. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, it, so I bought the Kindle and I bought the hardcover for Sam and it sat on his on his nightstand. And then when Randy came, I gave Sam's copy to Randy and said, okay, here, this is going to be your Bible. Um, but your book was good. I mean, it's just, it just outlines it. And then to, it's like, just, well, you say it, just do the work. Yeah. And, and, and don't think you can, can do everything at once. It's right. a huge elephant, you know, 
take one bite at a time, set um, set the goals of what's most important. We knew that our cost of goods and labor and making sure taking our recipe costing cards to the next level were top priority. Right now, I mean, I went right to, to stage 23 two weeks ago because I knew that we were in a situation of click, 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 money's going out the door every moment, any employees on, on the property. And so I knew that I needed to do some training with um, our leaders to see, and, and, and your lesson was just so good because it really brought it to reality that that click, click, click is just, we're throwing money away. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate unexpected plug, but for those people who don't know the title, it's Restaurant Prosperity Formula, what successful restaurateurs do. You can find it on Amazon. Karen, I want to thank you so much. This is really fantastic. Uh, I'm really thrilled and proud of you with the results. I'm just happy to be just a little part of it. Thanks. Oh, no, you've been a large part. But thank you. Thank you. And it's my pleasure. Hey, that was an awesome episode. I want to thank you for taking the time to take action on building a better, more prosperous restaurant. Before you go, I want to give you these three thoughts. One, by combining leadership and taking action with systems and training being checked by accountability, you are on your way to creating prosperity for you and your restaurant. Two, I have something I need from you. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. By leaving us a review, other restaurant pros seeking out this information are able to find it. I read the reviews and hearing how this information has benefited you does wonders for me. And three, if you find any of the discussions helpful, share them. The more restaurant pros who have access to them, the better we become as an industry. For more restaurant resources or to get in contact with me, connect with me at davidscottpeters.com. Be passionate about what you're doing. Be persistent, but more importantly, become better and help everyone around you become better. And your restaurant is going to kick some ass.